There's got to be an explanation to all these UFO sightings, right? Hey, it's Stephen Diener, host of the Unidentified Alien Podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there, the Unidentified Alien Podcast, or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world. And the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe. Download and subscribe to UAP on any of the major podcasting platforms. And you can also find it on UAPpodcast.com. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. If you look for it, every day has cause for celebration. Celebrate a friend for their promotion baby wedding life thing. Celebrate yourself for keeping the couch warm. It's no easy feat, especially if it's a big couch. Or maybe you just want to celebrate living in 2022 where you can get beer, wine, and spirits delivered from Drizzly in under 60 minutes without leaving said couch. So download the Drizzly app or go to drizzly.com. That's D-R-I-Z-L-Y dot com. And get your favorite drinks delivered today. Your morning starts now. It's the Q102 Jeff and Jen podcast. Brought to you by CBG Airport. Start your trip at CBGAirport.com. Well, I just, uh, it's good to do the show and just get everyone's mind off everything. So yeah. we're going to try to do it and have some fun while you're here. We planned to do a show with a full audience, but as the day progressed and the more we thought about it, we and NBC decided it would be smarter to not have an audience in order to do our part to help decrease the spread of the coronavirus. Now, this is a strange night for us, not only because this is my first time hosting a talk show, because we are doing it without a regular studio audience. Due to public health concerns over the coronavirus, we have canceled the studio audience tonight. But a few kind Kimmel staffers and some friends, uh, this was not our plan. We just decided this a few hours ago. And it's disappointing because, as you all know, I love to crowd surf. It's, it's kind of my thing. I'm sure you heard yesterday National Treasure Tommy Hanks and his wife Rita were diagnosed. Uh, it's affecting Hollywood now, so we're going to take this more seriously. Uh, <laughs> yeah, some of the uh, snippets from last night's uh, talk shows, late night talk shows, because of coronavirus prevention, uh, it was very different on the late night shows last night. David Spade had an audience. Jimmy Fallon did not. Seth Meyers decided to go with a rerun. Jimmy Kimmel had a fill-in host, Pete Buttigieg, and that's how it all sounded last night. So that's got to be tough without a studio, you know, playing off the energy of a studio audience, although sure. we would know a little bit about that here. A little bit. I mean, even we're taking precautions. We've got, we are suspending tapings of the best friend game. Oh, yeah. So what was it. the... We want to keep everybody safe just in case, you know, one of us has run into something. Yeah, so fill me in on how that went down, because I know we were going back and forth on it yesterday. We, uh, as you know, you know, when we do the best friend game, we have contestants who are in the studio with us, and we try to pre-tape those ahead of time because of everyone's schedule. And usually it's uh, Friday mornings or, or mid-Friday afternoons that we do this. And uh, we had a text conversation yesterday about, you know, limiting our exposure and should we continue to do this? And if so, when do we start to limit our exposure? 
And uh, last I heard, we were going to do tapings today, and then I found out we weren't. Was that because they canceled, or did we make that decision? Well, I personally made that decision because I just feel like limitating, like we're we're following the protocol that has been presented before us. Right. Yeah. You know what I mean? I like, that's, yeah, I'm it's, fine it's, with that. That's the yeah. thing. It's, it's like, disappointing, it's, and it's hard, but I think necessary. Absolutely. And that's the thing, too. Like, we are talking on microphones that are really close. We don't know if other people have been exposed to other situations. There's just the We unknown. don't know if we have. Exactly. So we don't know if we have. That would be really crappy, especially if we had someone that was coming in here that, say, worked in the medical department. Medical and field, they do. Because we have tons. All the time. Tons of people. We Wouldn't that be awful to get one of them sick because we're going to need them more than ever? Correct. Right. Yeah. And so, so I think it's just a better safe than sorry situation. It's smart. And- I'm all for it. It's the unknown. You know, that's the thing. It's just the unknown. Yeah. yeah it's, it, it's prudent. Probably <laughs> the prudent thing to do. And doesn't it really, though? I mean, when you think about it, all of these restrictions and schools closing for three weeks and all of these events being canceled, with everything that's going on out there, doesn't it bring you a little sense of calm knowing that people aren't out Oh yeah, mingling and mixing and... I mean, whether it's an overreaction or not, we don't know. Correct. Isn't it, though, kind of just easing the burden? Listen, I can't tell you how excited I am. (laughs) At the the calm that's entering your life for the next few weeks? Absolutely. Right. right. See, and you're so good at calm. I mean, you don't get rattled by this stuff. It is. It really is that. That anxiety and, and, and shifting all of that fear, yeah. just like the doctor was just talking about, into, you know, we're doing everything, just knowing that we're doing everything that we can. Right. I would say my, so here are my sources of anxiety. It, you know, I, obviously I'm concerned about my mom, so I've been spending more time in contact with her these past couple of days. And one advantage I have with my 80-year-old mother is... If there is there was anyone on this. Always feel confident on your second date with help from the Plastic Surgery Group. Schedule a consultation at 513-791-4440 or at theplasticsurgerygroup.com. Surgery has an art. I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. Planet. Who that's I learned <laughs> who was prepared for this kind of thing. Uh-huh. I mean, my mother is a self-proclaimed germaphobe. She'll mm-hmm. tell you. Yeah. And she is as germ conscious as anyone as I've ever met to the point where she walks around and carries like these little little plastic sandwich bags around and uses them sort of as makeshift gloves. To keep and, from touching germy subsurfaces. Yeah, she's always mm-hmm. been weird about shaking people's hands. Uh, she made with very rare exceptions and to the point where it's just, I mean, I found myself getting that way and I just had to consciously make a decision that I wasn't going to go down that road. But I did make the observation last night talking to her on the phone. I'm like, Mom, it's like everybody in the world has suddenly become like you. Maybe your mother is our resident expert. Oh, she'll she'll make you crazy. I mean, if you think you're crazy now, 
she will get you going. She will get uh-huh. you worked up. But now she just, she, it's very easy for her to hermit. Yeah. Yeah. Because she's done it. She knows how. She's comfortable with it. Right. She's got all the methods down. Yeah. Um, so I was mentioning on the Facebook Live video, Kristen had a trip plan. She's down in Florida. She's in Key Largo, Florida. Her parents have a house down there. And her youngest daughter, Ingrid, decided to do spring break down there. She attends the University of Virginia. She's spending her spring break in Key Largo. Kristen decided to go down and join her, spend some time with the family. And, of course, then this all comes down, and University of Virginia said, kids, stay where you are for now. Yeah. Uh, We think we're going to do online classes. So Ingrid's down at Key Largo. She's like, this is great. I'll stay exactly where I am. (laughs) You want me to social distance? No problem. So that's what she's going to do. And I think Kristen's going to stay, too. At least for a little while longer because, you know, her mom is, you know, in her mid-70s and her dad is 80. And while they are in relatively good health, um, there's, you know, they're in their 70s. And, and they've had they've had some underlying health conditions. And so I think just as a, in an abundance of caution, she just wants to be down there with them. Yeah. Make sure that everyone is washing their hands and using common sense. Mm-hmm. But that would be a source of anxiety for me. It's just worrying about the elderly people in our lives like you are, I'm sure, for your parents. They're here. They actually got here yesterday. Um, so, yeah, I mean, there's in the back and somebody went to shake my dad's hand yesterday and I, and, you know, I almost lunged at them. Right? Yeah. Don't touch him. Mm. Um, and is but, your dad at that psychological point yet where he's like, uh-uh? I, no. No. no, he'll shake no. They're not scared. That, they're not. I don't think they're. They're aware, but they're they don't scare easy. Meaning they're not making any adjustments or changes in their life. I'm, to try you know, they they live contact. in a small town in Illinois, and no one was freaking out there yet. Hmm. So I think you know this is this is a new environment. But I'm not even talking about here. freaking out. I'm just talking about maybe adjusting their behavior as a way to protect themselves and contain it. Yeah, I guess what I'm saying is their behaviors, they don't really have any behaviors that would spread it much to begin with. You know, they're not, they skipped, they skipped stopping at Cracker Barrel for lunch on the drive here yesterday. Oh, well, that's an adjustment. So that's that, I guess they went through the drive through at Wendy's instead. Right. <laughs> so, I mean, that, I mean, I, I doubt that we'll be going out to any restaurants are doing anything like that while they're here so that's a change we'll bring food in a little bit you know the little stuff mm. yeah wow but um yeah i mean that's definitely something to 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 worry about and you know you, you got to think about kids too with the anxiety piece because if they're catching any of this news and you have a child that's sensitive and a little bit anxious they are probably terrified that grandma and grandpa are going to get sick and die I mean, and when when a child has a fear like that and really and has anxiety and starts thinking about it, it's an awful experience. Hmm. Did you say she's ready, Fritchie? Yeah, yeah. I want to uh, I want to bring in Pamela Wilson in the conversation. Pamela Wilson is a caregiving expert and an advocate and a speaker who offers support to family caregivers and professional caregivers. And, I mean, this kind of thing is right up your alley, Pamela. Welcome to the <laughs> Jeff and Jen Morning Show. Thank you. It's good to be here. Hey, Pamela. We were just talking about our parents. Mine are, are 78 and 79. Jeff's mom is is 80. My dad has several of the underlying conditions that 
make him a little bit of a higher risk. So what can we do to keep grandma and grandpa safe? You know, I think in general, those of us who work in the healthcare system take more precautions. So my first question is, did anybody get a flu shot this year? Did your parents get a flu shot? Did you get a flu shot? So you are not bringing any type of viruses into the home. You know, for elderly people, like you say, parents who have chronic diseases, they are more susceptible really to everything, even the common cold. So when you go visit your parents, one, you don't want to go if you're sick. Two, make sure that they're taking care of themselves. Sometimes, you know, our older parents don't take care of themselves as well as they should. They're not eating right. A lot of elderly, uh, they don't even take vitamins. Should we, so should we double up on their vitamin C? Everybody's saying take more vitamin C. Vitamin C is the best thing against any type of virus. The or, you know, oranges. Oranges have vitamin C. You don't even have to go out and buy a bottle of vitamin C. Eat a couple of oranges every day if you don't want to take vitamins. Whenever Tim goes out and does a snack time with Tim, he takes cuties with him. <laughs> and I bought, I bought a box of them yesterday. Nice. For me you know, this time. Funny. <laughs> One year when I was younger, I ate an orange every through the whole winter. I never got sick. It's these common sense things that are out there that we don't think of. Even, you know, the hand washing and, and it's soap and water. You don't have to go out and buy all this antibacterial stuff. Wash your hands and count to 100. Don't touch your face. Older people, our parents, remember hankies before Kleenex? Oh, mm-hmm. yes. <laughs> I mean, we have so many things that we could be doing that are common sense. And nutrition for elderly is extremely important, even our parents. There are stats out there. 50% of older people are malnutritioned, and you wouldn't know it by looking at them. And that's anybody from age 50 up. We don't get enough protein in our diet. We don't eat enough. Your parents may say, oh, hey, I'm not hungry. I don't want dinner. Well, they're not hungry because they're not active enough. Mm-hmm. You know, I so watch my mother. Drives another. I, I watch my mom and the, and the dietary choices that she makes whenever I, I go to visit. Uh, for instance, like she likes her coffee loaded, loaded, loaded with lots and lots of cream and lots and lots of sugar. And she loves desserts and cakes and she loves fatty foods. And I'll just be like, Mom, you know, no wonder you're not feeling good. I mean, come on. And she'd say, listen. You know, I'm 80 years old. I'm I, <laughs> I've earned the right to eat whatever I want and uh, enjoy my life, you know, or the time that I have left on this plan. That's hard to argue with. Well, that is true. Now, it is very hard to argue with. But you know what you do? You go to a nutrition store. You get some whey protein. Have her put a scoop of whey protein into her coffee. Or if she wants ice cream, put the whey protein into ice cream. Blend it up. Put it in the blender. Put whey protein in yogurt. There are so many things that we can eat, even if we want the bad stuff. Just throw some whey protein in there. That makes a huge difference in nutrition. So, Pamela, I'm going to run this by you. The last time I was sick was last year around, when did we do the... uh, It was uh, like March of last year. Both of us ended up getting something. Yeah, so it it was a year ago. That was the last time I came down with anything. Since then, my average is... Two or three times a year, I usually get like a head cold or a little upper respiratory or something. Uh, I rarely get the flu, but uh, this year I've, I've, knock on wood, I haven't had so much as a sniffle. And the only real change that I've made is I started adding garlic to my diet. Now, I don't know if there's anything to that, but I started roasting it in the oven just as, as sort of a garnish, but I really like the taste of it. And I'm not one of those people who's going to start eating raw cloves of garlic. 
but mm-hmm. I'm told that you know that has incredible healing properties. Is there anything to that? You know, I can't say from a medical standpoint if there's anything from that, but a lot of nutritionists will say garlic and onions mm. can keep your system, you know, in a better state of, of health. And, you know, the little colds we get and everything, do you, and I don't want to embarrass you, but do you get a flu shot every year? I do. Flu shots, yeah, flu shots are great at preventing the common cold, at preventing viruses. And honestly, if we're out in crowds with a lot of people, the likelihood of us picking up something just because something sneezes or, or somebody coughs or we shake somebody's hand, it's highly likely. So that, you know, for older people, for our parents, if they are more susceptible, they really should, I hate to say it, but stay home at least during these next 30 or 60 days because by quarantining people, and I know people don't like to hear that word, it helps. Nursing no. homes quarantine people all the time, but it never gets into the news because it's common. Right. You know, the norovirus is prevalent in nursing homes. They shut it down for a few days. Everybody gets better. So we shouldn't be so worried about all of these recommendations that are coming out. I think it comes more from fear than anything else. Mm-hmm. These are good recommendations. We should have better hygiene all the time. We should take care of ourselves better all of the time. You've inspired so me. true. <laughs> I'm going to eat healthy. <laughs> and eat healthy. I know all the things they tell us, right? Wash right. your hands, right. eat your vegetables. Yes. <laughs> Get some exercise. Even the Kleenex right. exercise. I'm, I'm going to do right. that at least through this afternoon. <laughs> yeah. All right. Well, like Pamela. We are so lucky to live in the United States and have the health care that we do. We need to take advantage of it. We really are. <laughs> all right, Pamela Wilson. Hey, uh, is there a place people can go if they want to look you up? Thank you. It's Pamela D. Like dog, Wilson.com, my website. Lots of helpful information for caregivers and aging adults. All right. Well, awesome. Good talking to you. Thanks Thank for coming you. on the Jeff and Jen yep. Morning Show. Appreciate You're you. You're welcome. Have a great day. You too. Take you it easy. I think, you know, and here's another source of anxiety since we're talking about that. You know, I think that Money. for the most part. <laughs> Oh my goodness! You know, uh, as the guy that runs a business outside of this one, yeah, 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 we're just gonna ride this one out, buddy. Yeah, just gonna ride. That's one one of those. Just you know, that's that's just a moment of surrender because there's nothing we can do about that. There's not. You're absolutely. You just gotta go. What's gonna happen is gonna happen, and take a breath. And that's what it is. It is a moment of surrender for me. Uh, the other thing too, and the thing that I wanted to avoid, and this brings us back to our best friend game discussion and having contestants in the building, you know, in the studio with us and why we made the decision ultimately to suspend best friend game tapings temporarily is because, and look, maybe it's unavoidable. I would hate for us all to end up self quarantined at the same time. You know, if one of us is going to go down, that's one thing. Obviously I'm Mm -hmm. concerned about everyone's health. But heaven forbid, if we come in contact with someone who tests positive, then, you know, we, we've got to exercise. We've, we've got to make the sacrifice. And that's what it is to self-quarantine is to well, sacrifice yourself for the benefit of other people's health. You got to think, though, we would always have the option if all four of us have been exposed, we could all hunker down and live together here. Yeah. So on listen, the radio. I had this exact what a reality same show. conversation with my boyfriend, Scott, last night <laughs> because we have a toddler at home and he is very, she's not the healthiest toddler on the planet. And so she actually is recovering from a sinus infection. So her immune system right now is kind of mm-hmm. eh. weakened. 
Um, and he said to me, he was like, and, and I don't know why he kept saying Jeff. He was like, well, you know, Jeff, he travels all the time. <laughs> Jeff's going to get us and all Jeff sick. Jeff is always around and he's like, what would you do, you know, if something happened? You know, I said, well, I guess I would just be quarantined at work because I would already have been exposed. All of you would already ex- be exposed. And then I go, I guess we would all just have to go to Jeff's house. And he was like. You're so lucky. <laughs> Not joking, but I'm serious. Like I was like, I guess like what would we you're do? the only person I know if the four of us were exposed that doesn't live with anybody else that yeah. lives close enough where yeah. we could all just live right. there. Yeah. Back and forth and back and forth. We could set up cameras and it could be And we could do the show live yeah. from Jeff's studio audience. Think of that. We're six minutes away. We yeah. got a microphone there. We got an internet connection. Although I don't so. feel confident with your grocery status. You grocery shop every day, so I don't really know if you have a lot of food to take care of us. Yeah, so. I mean, I've got, we got delivery. Staples. We got Kroger delivery, man. Oh, yeah. We're in. It's true. true. We got Kroger delivery, and you know what? I live in the best spot in the entire region for DoorDash, for Uber Eats, things It'll like that. They'll bring pizza to your door now, because yeah. for bring... a long time, that was not the case. Oh, when I first moved to that part of Avondale, it was hard to get anything <laughs> delivered, because it was before Uber Eats, and there were no pizza places that would deliver to that part of my neighborhood. But now, because I'm so close to UC, I can get anything in the world delivered. What are food preparation people doing to make sure that they're not getting all their germs all over the food that they're having delivered? They're already not doing that. They're already not doing germs. They're doing all the. They've already always been doing all of that. Right. Okay. Yeah, and we spoke with uh, Nelson Castillo, who is one of the managing partners for Prime Cincinnati, one of the great steakhouses downtown, and he talked about certain protocols that they've put in place at that restaurant mm-hmm. to make sure that not just the employees yeah. are following the proper hand sanitizing procedures, but that customers as well who come to the restaurant are being asked to wash and sanitize their hands before hanging out there. And, and also, um, so I'm on the Jeff Ruby Culinary Inter experience email and and then Brittany Ruby Miller wrote a very detailed message and sent it out to their database about everything that they are doing from capping total uh, total number of guests that are allowed in the restaurant to Mm -hmm. preparing the food so I mean being very proactive they are being very proactive and that's sad because you know there are a lot of independent restaurant owners where people are not eating there anymore. The mom and pops are going to, I mean, there's going to be a lot of businesses that are going to suffer greatly. I've heard it a lot about Asian restaurants. They're saying that a lot of people, because this originated from Asia, people aren't going to eat at Asian restaurants anymore. Well, I was over at Oriental Walk the other night and Susanna was very kind that we were there. And love Susanna. It was an amazing meal. And I love Oriental Walk. Mm. And I will continue to dine at Oriental Walk. (laughs) There you go. Um, you know, Pink posted a video where she's furiously kneading dough with a glass of red wine beside her. And when asked what she was doing, what's going on here? I'm stressed out. <laughs> so I'm making ravioli. So she's making ravioli. That's what Pink does when she's stressed out. There you go. When she's hearing nothing but bad news, she's, she starts making ravioli. It's a form of therapy for her. Mm. Yeah. I mean, I'm looking at everything that's going on. Basically, every professional sport has been shut down indefinitely by the COVID-19 coronavirus, including the NBA, 
Uh, Reds opening day parade. NHL. Major League Baseball has been postponed indefinitely. NCAA tourney. Yep. Major League Soccer. Golf. Even the XFL. Right. I mean, that's when you know it's serious. Yeah. And Uh, Disneyland and Disney World. That, to me, is like, whoa. Serious. Yeah, even the price is right is shutting down production for two weeks with the hope that the coronavirus will have subsided by then. Yeah, I know. That's kind of a bummer. Is this going to affect the opening? When is uh, Kings Island scheduled to open with the new roller coaster? Oh, in April sometime, isn't it? Hopefully they'll be all right. Mm. Yeah, and then last we heard, movie theaters were not shutting down yet, but it might not be long because the studios have started delaying their big premieres. Universal announcing that it's pushing back the new Fast and Furious sequel, F9, until next year. It was supposed to open in May. Now it's set for April 2nd of 2021. Oh, wow. A whole year? Oh, yeah. Because that's a Memorial Day weekend movie, I guess, huh? Wow. And then Disney just took three movies off its docket. The live-action Mulan remake was supposed to open March 27th. That trailer has been running for months. Oh, it's not opening You just think about all of that marketing money that they have put into these movies. Oh, yeah. I mean, that one's been huge. Yeah, so now they're looking at dates later in the year. So you're going to see a lot more of that trailer, Jen. I guess so. Uh, let's see. Disney is also shelving its new Marvel movie, The New Mutants, for now. And the horror flick Antlers, produced by their subsidiary Searchlight Pictures. Oh, and speaking of being out there promoting the heck out of uh, John Krasinski. Yeah. And, and his, his wife, wife promoting A Quiet Place Part 2. Now that's been delayed indefinitely. It Just was, saw her getting interviewed yesterday. That was supposed to open worldwide next week. John Krasinski tweeting out the announcement saying, it's the type of movie you really need to see with other people. I love how he thought this through. Oh, yeah. He says, you know, we could show it. The movie theaters will be empty. You got to be scared in groups, people, so that you're there for each other. Isn't it more fun to be scared in groups for that type of movie? Totally. It's like going to a haunted house. You don't want to go by yourself. You got to go with a group of people. I like his spin, though. So he's going to quote, Wait to release the film until we can can see it all together. So many things like that canceled. Like, just imagine all the work that goes into those movies. And a lot of people had big books released this week. Now they can't go on their book tours. And and concerts are being canceled. And entire tours are being postponed. They got an album out there. Thanks for listening to the Q102 Jeff and Jen Morning Show Podcast. Brought to you by CBG Airport. Start your trip at CBGAirport.com.